And now, you are there with Jerry Stewart. Hello, I'm Jerry Stewart. Have you noticed all of the quips and sayings and proverbs we use in our daily communications? And so many of these, we don't even know who first said it or the circumstances under which they did say it. I have such a saying for you today. In a moment, you will know because you are there. Hey, Kelly, answer me a question. What's the greatest nation in the world? That's easy. America. Would you ever leave America? No way. I love America. Jerry, why all the questions? Well, because I'm concerned. America is changing so much, so fast. There's too much crime and disrespect, and most of us are doing nothing. But we do have so many good people in America, right? Yes, we do. But so many are doing nothing to save America. Then what do we do? Well, we must act. If not, the children, our future leaders, may never see our American greatness. And what can you do to help? You can help us. God has shown us a way, and we are determined to do our part. Go now to www.jerrystewartusa.com and see our Saving America website. It's a place full of great stories and a site for all ages. Do you love America? Want to save America? Go to www.jerrystewartusa.com to help us. In 1548, a young man by the name of John Bradford was moved in his heart to follow God into the ministry. It was a difficult time for believers in England, and just five years later, John Bradford was imprisoned for publicly speaking out his beliefs. For two years, he was held prisoner in the Tower of London, and during that time, he made a statement which has come to be a famous statement so often repeated by so many. One day, as a group of prisoners were being led to their execution, John Bradford remarked, There but for the grace of God go I. You see, even on the doorstep of death, John Bradford would not stop sharing his faith. So, on January the 31st, 1555, John Bradford himself was taken to be burned at the stake. As the crowd gathered to see his execution, they expected that Bradford would act like all the others before, wailing, crying, and begging not to be killed. But as they began stacking the wood, he didn't cry or beg or wail. He looked at those in the crowd and asked forgiveness from any he had wronged. And then he forgave those who were wrongfully killing him. John Bradford's last words? He turned to the other man chained with him at the stake and said, Be of good comfort, brother, for we shall have a merry supper with the Lord this night. And the onlookers were amazed. How was John Bradford able to endure? What made the difference in John Bradford's life? was battered and scarred, and the auctioneer thought was scarcely worth his while to waste much time on the old violin, but held it up with a smile. What am I bidding, good folks, he cried. Who'll start the bidding for me? A dollar? A dollar? Then two? Only two? Two dollars? And who'll make it three? Three dollars once, three dollars twice, going for three, but no. From the room far back, a gray-haired man came forward and picked up the bow, Then wiping the dust from the old violin and tightening the loose strings, he played a melody, pure and sweet, as a caroling angel sings. The music ceased, and the auctioneer, with a voice that was quiet and low, said, What am I to bid for the old violin? And he held it up with the bow. A thousand dollars, and who'll make it two? Two thousand, and who'll make it three? Three thousand once, three thousand twice, and going and gone, said he. 
The people cheered, but some of them cried. We do not quite understand. What changed its worth? Swift came the reply, the touch of the master's hand. And many a man with life out of tune and battered and scarred with sin is auctioned cheap to the thoughtless crowd, much like the old violin. A mess of pottage, a glass of wine, a game, and he travels on. He is going once and going twice. He's going, and he's almost gone. But the master comes, and the foolish crowd never can quite understand the worth of a soul and the change that is wrought by the touch of the master's hand. There, but for the grace of God, go I. I'm Jerry Stewart. And now you know, because you are there.